3: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Conversations. Not your average
4: perspectives.
2: Not your average black girls. So y'all, we are back. We are back,
3: y'all. Episode three. We have a good one for y'all today. But before we jump into our topic, you know we have to kick things off with our Not Your Average Black Girl shout out. And Dice is gonna handle that this week. So Dice, tell us what you got. For us, who are we shouting out?
4: Yes, y'all, today we are shouting out Judith Batty. Hopefully I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Judith Batty is now the first Black CEO for the Girl Scouts. So this was a big deal because obviously the Girl Scouts have been around for, I don't even know how long, hundreds of years, and um, they have never had a Black CEO. She actually joined the board in 2014, and she has been a Girl Scout in her lifetime, and I think you stayed a Girl Scout for life anyway. So she has been a dedicated Girl Scout, been on the board since 2014, and she led the board task force that reimagined their cookie program. And she also developed initiatives to allow the Girl Scouts to survive through the COVID-19 pandemic. So I just want to say congratulations to Judith Batty for the first Black CEO for Girl Scouts.
3: That's amazing. I was a Girl Scout. I don't know if you guys know that about me or not. I could tell totally you. it. it. <laughs> I didn't do you it all that the way through high <laughs> school, but I did it up until like ninth grade, I want to say. And then I got in. Band, marching band. It, I just, I was too busy. But anywho, all right, y'all. <laughs> so that was our Not Your Average Black Girl shout out for this week. So we have a good topic for y'all today. We are going to talk about cancel culture. So unless you've been living under a rock, you've definitely heard of cancel culture. But first things first, you know, in our true fashion, we have to figure out like, how do we want to define what is cancel culture? What is that to y'all? What does it mean?
4: Well, um, to me, it's literally just like whenever a celebrity does something that people do not agree with or don't like, and that's obviously subjective, but whenever they do something people don't agree with or don't like, they are like, oh, cancel so-and-so, they become a hashtag, cancel, blah, 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 whatever their name is, and we either collectively as a unit of Black people <laughs> decide to cancel <laughs> them, or there's some people who do and some people who don't, so that's me
2: yeah for me, I think cancel culture um, it, it starts on Instagram like you know just going back to the origins of it in my first time witnessing cancel culture, it starts in the comments and dice, like you said a celebrity or a person of you know influence does something that everybody may not agree with and then you just see them like flooding. Their comment section, you know, whether it's the supporters or the people who are in opposition, they flood the comment section, then it turns into this whole hashtag and then it evolves. And then people get on YouTube and make videos about why we're canceling this person and then they take <laughs> you through the receipts and the history of everything they did and said in this one situation. Um, so, you know, cancel culture is just trying to reprimand those people who probably would not normally um, receive any type of reprimation for doing something that we all don't agree with and we feel like they should be held accountable for. So do you think that it's, you know, that people are
3: canceled when they do things that people don't like, or do you think that it's more so geared towards like, um, the scamming, the racism, the bigotry, like, do you think it has a meaning or do you think we've gotten to a point to where it's like, wow, like how you said
2: that, so
3: (laughs) you're canceled.
2: (laughs) I think it's both. Um, I think you've seen some people take it and run with it, and they get you know they're, they're definitely triggered more from like the sensitive side. So just by saying something I don't like, doing something I don't like, regardless of with that of if that's on brand for this person's type of celebrity, or if it's on brand with that person's personality. Um, But then on the other hand, I do think that you have those people who like genuinely just do some offensive things who need to be called out on what they've done and they need to be held accountable for it. So I think, you know, it's on both ends of the spectrum. You got some people who get canceled over every little, you know, single thing. And then you got some people who, Child, I don't know. We cancel them five times a week and they still right. come back, you know? So, <laughs> they
3: still come back. <laughs> yeah, I agree.
2: I think it's OD and it
4: can go in any direction.
3: Yeah, I don't know, y'all. It's I, don't, I have to figure out for me, like, which one do I lean more towards? I think I've definitely probably canceled somebody for something I didn't like, as opposed to whether it was right or wrong. I feel like that's the big difference. But so many people have been canceled. Um, we Ooh, can child. just start naming them child uh Bill Cosby Roseanne with the heavy hitters I see R Kelly um Doja Cat Kanye kind of sorta he's one of those ones that Jordan like to me he's one of those ones where Jordan was saying oh we cancel some people five times and they still Mm -hmm. come back like Mm -hmm. we've been said we was done with Kanye but here he is um he don't believe
2: in it we don't either (laughs) so he's just like okay
3: okay Jussie Smollett uh B. Simone Kevin Hart um there's so many there's so many that we could talk about but I feel like okay so I don't know I think for me like one that really shocked me and and she isn't black but I said her name um Roseanne like I was shocked that people were like oh is this time out for Roseanne because I don't know if y'all ever watched her show back when it was on the first time I did not adamantly watch it or you know seek it out or anything but I've definitely seen an episode or two um and just from the little bit that I've seen I mean that's how she's always been and so I was shocked to see that people were like oh she made those comments on Twitter let's get her out of here like I was shocked because I was like well she said far worse if not Equally offensive things on the show And there never was this outrage before Um so, it's not necessarily A bad thing in my opinion that she got cancelled I just was shocked to see it happen And I don't know maybe that's a reflection of some of the Growth that we've had as far As what we deem acceptable But um that's one for me Where happy to see her go But was shocked to see it happen I don't know About y'all
4: Um May I don't really remember why Roseanne was canceled do you remember
3: yeah she made um some comments and I forgot who the lady was but um she made some comments on Twitter about someone like looking like a, a monkey or an ape or something like that it was a black woman though um and she tried to you know backpedal and say that it was linked to like oh well I was talking about her politics no you weren't you were talking about her appearance and you just didn't think that it was going to back to bite you the way that it did. I mean so that's what kicked it off. That's what got her cancelled, so to speak. But you know, like I said, I was shocked because she said far worse things on her show and people just got a laugh and kept moving.
4: Yeah, I think people probably just forgot, honestly. And um I just think anytime you start throwing things like monkey around, you're just you're just asking for trouble.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But I mean that privilege came into play. She thought she was gonna get away with that and it was gonna be cool. And then Came back you know to bite her um, But yeah that's what Happened with Roseanne um, I know that Okay so the, our listeners Don't know this but I think the three of us have Like a very different Of opinions on um, another Big name um, Bill Cosby Is it Bill Cosby or R. Kelly I can't remember which One the three of us like feel Very differently It's, it's about. Bill Cosby,
2: But I think it's a combination of the two for me personally Because I do compare the situations But it's really Bill Cosby where our Difference is Show themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Jordan, you yeah, I'll I'll take it away. (laughs) I will. I will trek down that path by myself. So when it comes to R. Kelly, I think we can all agree, bad, bad. Yeah. Um. When it comes to Bill Cosby, once again, I will say bad. However, I do think there are some, you know, differences in the things that they did that distinguish, in my opinion, um when justice was sought against both and how justice was sought against each. And for me, it is a little bit different. R. Kelly was like, what, 50 or in his 40s or something. He was still in the prime of his whole harem, you know, child situation that he had going on. Whereas Bill Cosby dealt with adult females I also feel like there was a level of intention on the female's part that was interacting with Bill Cosby that was different than the state of mind when a female interacted with R. Kelly. And I just do not agree with the time in which they finally saw reformation against Bill Cosby. Um, And I feel bad because I don't know how old Bill Cosby is now but at the (laughs) end of the day like Bill Cosby was old when they did this and I know in previous times when we've had this conversation Dice will bring up the fact that you know well I don't think like the 20 something women who came out against Bill Cosby you know are all lying now they may not all be telling the truth but she was like you know I don't think they're all lying and I 100% agree with that by no means am I trying to say that Bill Cosby did not do anything wrong I agree rape is bad however I do think that there are differences in the situations between R. Kelly and Bill Cosby. And I just feel like there were other ways in which taking into effect just everything that was going on with Bill Cosby at the time that he was going through the trial, at the time everything came to light. I do feel like there were other ways to handle Bill Cosby's situation as opposed to putting him in jail and other things to consider about the time, literally the time in America in which these things happened. There was a different culture Going on back then, which is why I speak to the women's intentions when they were dealing with Bill Cosby as compared Mm -hmm. to when the things with R. Kelly were happening in the early 2000s or in the mid 2000s, you know, um, So I do feel like there are some differences, and I just kind of feel like that this was America today placing judgment on something that happened in America what back in the early 90s, 80s, and things like that. And there was just a different culture going on, and I just feel like if you were going to reprimand Bill Cosby for the actions that he took back then, you should have held him accountable back then. Um, and they didn't. They let him get away with it, and more people knew what was going on aside from Bill Cosby and those females that he interacted with. People knew what was going on because it wasn't an uncommon practice. Doesn't make it right, but it wasn't uncommon. Um, And so, and I also feel like there were some other political ploys behind Bill Cosby because Bill Cosby was about to go into that contract. He was about to buy like a TV station, you know, or a channel. And so I feel like there were some other things at play on top of the fact that Bill Cosby was also like a black pillar in our community. Like we had very few, you know, black TV fathers. We had very few, um, black, just just black stars represented on TV in, in a syndicated fashion. Right. And Bill Cosby was one of America's black fathers. And so to see him fall from grace the way they allowed him to in his old age while he was resting in his legacy of everything that he had built, everything that he had become, and he was now reaching into greater, I do take issue with that. And I take all of that into consideration when I consider how they handled Bill Cosby's situation as compared to R. Kelly.
3: Yeah, I think um, for me, and I know Dice has like a lot of opinions on this as well. I think for me, um, the part that probably upset me the most, I mean, aside from what those women went through with being taken advantage of by him, the part that upset me the most was the fact that they so quickly um, took the show off of air. And was I at the time watching the Cosby show every night? No, I was not. But what I didn't like was that I felt like it was a a punishment to the black community. You know, I felt like it was like, okay, he did this and we've uncovered it and he's under fire for it. And so now as a punishment, we're going to take this, this positive TV show. Like you said, Jordan, where, you know, the father was um, a doctor, the mother was a lawyer. They had several children and were not struggling financially because they love to show um, a stereotypical black family on TV With a lot of kids struggling to make ends meet um, You know, they they showed this family that was thriving And they just happened to be black And they had a good time You know, there wasn't um, anyone embarrassing the family Or just, you know, just normal TV Like the normal type of family show they would make With a white family Showing positive aspects of their life And I felt like they took that away As a punishment because of what he did. And quite frankly, I do believe that had they been able to, I don't know, catch him or point it out back in the day, they would have stopped the show in its tracks when they were making it. But, you know, this wasn't happening back then. Or people weren't talking about it back then, rather. So they weren't able to do that. Um, But, you know, that just really disappointed me. I felt like it was a punishment. I feel like there are a lot of kids who will not get to see... Um, such a positive, you know, depiction of a Black family. And I know that we have blackish and in other shows as well, but I just felt like that was a very positive one and just so deep-rooted in Black culture. I mean, he always had on, like, sweatshirts of different HBCUs. It, it just was a lot of Black pride, and I felt like, you know, we didn't have to, I don't feel like we had to associate what he did on his personal time with that TV show. And also, he wasn't on that TV show alone. So, you know, it also was a punishment to all those other people who were on the show, who I don't know how heavily people depend on their syndication checks. But, you know, I'm just saying, like, he wasn't the only one on the show. Um, And I also have to point out, because I'm a huge, like, TV and movie buff, and that dad from Seventh Heaven was out there doing his dirt. And when that got uncovered about whether it was, I can't remember whether it was I think it was a relationship with a child or something like that. I don't want to say child pornography. I think it was a relationship, allegedly. Um, When that came out, they did not take Seventh Heaven off of reruns or anything like that. It is still on the Christian channel today. So, you know, I just, you know, it's just injustice, in my opinion, when it comes to the TV. Now, you know, the the taking advantage of the women, that was wrong. That will always be wrong. But I hate how it played out TV-wise when it comes to taking the Cosby show off of the air. And so that's kind of my issue with cancel culture. Like I'm for it, but you know, I don't feel like his work should have been associated with what he did. And I didn't like that at all.
4: Um, well, Meg and Jordan, y'all have said a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to like wrap mine up real quick. Uh, I agree with some of the points that both of y'all made. However, um, I do feel like it's very individualistic and it highly depends on, um, who we're talking about and as far as like Bill Cosby's victims, right. Um, because like I said, some victims, you know, you can kind of tell maybe they were looking for a quick come up and got caught up and, you know, honestly shit might've just went left, but then you have some other people. Like I know in one case in particular, there was a model, and um she i guess was trying to like get into acting so she started you know, i guess entertaining bill cosby for lack of a better word but long story short he you know drugged her up like he did the mother girls she woke up next to him unconscious didn't know what the hell was going on and i just feel like when you get into that kind of stuff you know you're getting into a real gray area it's getting getting real real uh hairy for lack of a better word. <laughs> so, nevertheless, I just think some of the cases I can definitely see why people felt so strongly about putting him away. And yeah, I get that in the 80s and 90s it was a totally different time, but at the end of the day like in my mind right is right and wrong is wrong. Now, do I feel like his shows should have been penalized? Probably not. I mean, was that a little extreme probably, especially like you said, May, they didn't punish the guy from seventh heaven. So, I'm not really sure you know what the issue is or was or whatever but at the end of the day they did have a much harsher punishment for Bill but I can't really say I'm surprised because I feel like in general black men always get a harsher punishment so that's all I got for y'all on that.
3: Yeah that's true I mean I will say you know and some people probably will disagree I do just think that color definitely played a role I think they saw an opportunity to um take down any aspect of a black man and they um you know they took advantage of it. I mean that's kind of what we see happen all the time and every day. Um and same goes for R. Kelly. We don't really have to get deep into him like, do I feel like at the end of the day people are still gonna, you know, bump 12 play. Are they still gonna be doing stepping in the name of love in Chicago? Absolutely. um still are yeah they they still COVID are it like, and all still yeah, stepping. They're not gonna stop playing you know his his classics at the end of the day um but i do think that with r kelly we're looking at a different situation here i I think it's going to be very hard for him to come back in the same capacity whenever he's released i know he'll be released at some point um but you know r kelly he pretty much canceled over here um i don't know about in y'all home but (laughs) he's pretty much done over here but so we got Who else, y'all? I mean, I don't want to go on like a man. I don't want this to come off like a man bashing rampage. Who are some other women that have been?
2: Doja Cat. And I know that's Dice's homegirl. And let me just side note before we get into Doja Cat. Or I guess give y'all some backstory. I remember me and Dice tell like telling Megan about Doja Cat you know like and Megan being like oh let me go listen to some of her songs I'm gonna add a few on my phone And me and Dice are like yeah and Dice knew more about Doja Cat than I did definitely didn't become a Doja Cat listener until move and then I was like wow this girl is you know very talented in my opinion mm-hmm. I really feel like Doja Cat is an artist you know I think she has I enjoy anybody who can give me a different a different sound on each song. And you can listen to one Doja Cat album and not realize that you're listening to one artist. And so I think that is the tale of true talent. However, Sis stepped in some shit, you know? She stepped in it. And so Dice, I'll, you know, you could tell them about the situation, but I'd be very interested to hear what your opinions are on the cancellation of the one and only Doja Cat. Okay, so first
4: I'll start with the situation. Um, basically, Doja Cat was allegedly allegedly in a <laughs> in a white super- made
3: sure she put
4: that in see <laughs> her up in there Alleg- again allegedly in a white supremacist chat room and you know she was the only black person on the call it is definitely up for debate whether it was a white supremacist chat room but we'll get to that later so she was the only black person and the only female And during that little chat, she definitely dropped the N word hard R, um, in front of all them white men. (laughs) So it was very awkward, I'm sure for them, but I think she might've been, you know, under the influence of something. Then the next incident, which there were several, but the next incident was people dug up, you know, people love to dig up tweets. So they dug up old tweets where she was complaining about like how she hates her 4C hair, And then I feel like I'm forgetting like one other thing. Like I just think she has said, "Oh, I know." She recorded a song called "Didn't Do Nothing," and Mm. apparently, a DNF or a "Didn't Do Nothing" has become a code word um, replacement for the N word, hard R, in white supremacist groups.
3: What?
4: Right. So people were like really upset about all of that. So since my opinion was asked, I am going to give it. Um, I just feel like Doja Cat is a troll. I have said this to both Jordan and Megan time and time again. I feel like she's a troll. I just think she gets gets off on trolling. I'm not saying it's right, but I just, I'm ready for the heat because I did not officially cancel Doja. I did not. Because <laughs> I personally do not believe that she was in a white supremacist chat room. And the only reason why I say that is because I don't see why they would even let a black person in their chat room. And let alone let them stay in it if they're truly racist. Because if that's the case, then they just need to give it up because they're clearly not upholding their own values, right? So nevertheless, I just kind of wrote her off as being a troll. I think she just loves, like, rattling people and getting people fired up. And I think she just hasn't learned that, like... She's no longer the underground artist. Like she's now a mainstream artist. So you have to be a little bit more like cognizant of what you're doing out here in the world. And I just think she still wants to live like that underground life where she can just do whatever she wants. And maybe people will notice and maybe they won't. So that's my opinion.
2: What I think it's funny is if you see the video clips of her in that chat room, granted, I can only watch about a good five seconds of it. But everybody else in that chat room looked just as confused as me when she was on there saying everything <laughs> she was saying. Like, if you look at the other squares, they're like, what, what is happening right now? So that's I started laughing because um, that was funny to me. And that's all I could think about was just how confused the other participants in that Zoom call looked. Uh, but yeah, no, just going back to your opinion about Doja being a troll, I would agree with you, Dice, that Doja is a troll. I just think that Doja is one of these like new age, millennial, Gen Z type of people. Like, I just don't think Doja cares at the end of the day. I don't think it's about her not realizing that, hey, I'm at another level of celebrity. So I need to watch how I conduct myself on social media or how I conduct myself in the public eye. I just think Doja just does not care. Um, And I've said this to you all, you know, before It's fine if you want to troll. I mean, by all means, if that's part of your personality, then go troll. I will compare Doja Cat to Lil Nas X all the time because I love to see him troll. I think when he trolls, it's fun. You know, as I've said before, he trolls himself out of situations like Lil Nas knows how to troll trolls. He's not the aggressor troll. And Doja Cat is the kind of person where she just trolls for the hell of it. And I don't, I can never tell if her jokes are meant to be you know, laughing with me or if she's laughing at me and and that's my thing about doja cat like she's so unapologetic in her personality that even when she apologizes it doesn't feel like a genuine apology you know it's like okay well you Mm -hmm. were offended by me being here and that's not what it is and why would i be there and it's like sis if this is an apology you've gone left because now you're questioning me and what you know while you're apologizing just apologize and get off the dang camera like no
3: pr team with that apology
2: yeah or like they all are like other 22 year olds like hers like sis do this real quick you know say this that's good you know i was like no is this she is terrible too is she i have no idea how old she oh. is I, I was gonna
3: say no i i thought she was our age to be quite honest I, I didn't know how old the girl was um i don't know when i think of doja honestly the first thing that comes to mind is in the words of mike the situation from jersey shore you excluded from ravioli night you excluded. so she canceled over here okay that's yeah. all i got for doja because she she's 24 Oh, whatever.
4: I don't know if your cancellation counts, Meg, because it really wasn't that enter anyway. That's so
2: true. That's (laughs) so true. I will give you that. I say it counts, Megan. Any cancellation counts. And that's part of cancel culture we need to make every person know that your cancel counts okay if you want to cancel them it's <laughs> your <okay>. vote
3: counts <laughs> your
2: cancel counts oh no no you do have some people
4: that's just like a, a five-man team on the cancellation so i don't know
3: that's very true like they think it's gonna take off but it doesn't take off people <laughs> All right with it. i feel like that i feel like that would be the case if someone tried to cancel somebody like beyonce like you oh on yeah you on your own with that <laughs> yeah We gonna sit right over here and still bop At least I am I'll admit it wholeheartedly Black is king all day What about um Okay so we talked about like trolls Right like okay we think Doja Cat is Somewhat of a troll Um Another person who in 2020 under a lot of fire Um during all this quarantine And everything Be Simone (laughs) uh and if you don't know who B. simone is i'm the wrong person to explain it to you and if you're listening to this podcast i'll tell you right now but i can't tell you what she um has done to kind of bring herself under some fire so she made the comments about the whole how she doesn't want a man who has nine to five because he can't understand her hustle because she's an entrepreneur um and she released a book or a PDF file is what I will call it <laughs> um, about how to manifest your dreams or desires or whatever the title of it was supposed to be. But then it was very quickly uncovered after people paid their $30 plus tax for that file that a lot of the work within the book was stolen from someone on Pinterest who creatively provided the content. Um, and then I know this is just like a, a silly thing, but I know a lot of people like really went in on her for like acting like she was on a ride at Disney World at that Black Lives Matter rally <laughs> on there screaming. She's like, Woo, let's go. <laughs> like we are screaming, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Say their names. And you are screaming, woo, let's like it just, I don't know, very tone-deaf for me. Um, when I saw the clip. But I mean, I don't know what are y'all thoughts on on Be Simone. I Jordan already knows like I didn't halfway know who the girl was. I'm just going
2: to keep it all the way real. I'm gonna just say this. Anyone who thought that buying any type of book from B. Simone, let alone, or what, How to Attain Your Goals type of book. Manifest. It's Manifest, manifest your goals. That's not anybody that I will personally have in my circle, because it is clear that person makes poor decisions in life. Like, I would never go to <laughs> B. Simone for any type of ambition, motivation, manifest tips, nada. Like, point blank. <laughs> so, that's all I'm going to say. Well, I-, I got more to say on that book situation, but for now, like... That was dumb. So, if you got tricked out of $30, well, you just need to submit and wave the little white flag because you was a fool for that one. Um, Going back to her statements about that 9 to 5 comment, though. Be Simone. It's just such a little character because there's just no way that you can consider getting up at three o'clock in the morning to do whatever type of business that you do whether it's buy hair for your hair page buy some lip gloss from some vendors for your makeup or whatever it is that you do there's no way that you can discount your work pattern and believe that someone who gets up at you know seven o'clock in the morning to go to their eight o'clock job works it until five for somebody else then comes home cooks cleans takes care of kids may go to night school does whatever they do could not understand your work life just because you wake up at a different time than them. Like, yeah. And I just kind of feel like that's where her argument boiled down to was I need someone who works the same type of hours as me because if you don't, then you cannot understand what my lifestyle is like. And no, ma'am, that that's not what prevents people like me from understanding your lifestyle. I literally just do not understand the choices you make. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I do not get how you are famous. It's not it's it's not your work pattern you know it's not mm-hmm. what you do to make a living it's just wow people really find you entertaining and they're giving you money to give us this this mediocre advice that you clearly stole from somebody else like that is what <laughs> is mind boggling to me about you um, but by all means, kudos, girl, if that's how you're able to get your pay. So I personally just did not like the statements because I felt like she was trying to shame a different type of profession. And it's like, well, you got some nerve, you know, like don't try to down people who are getting their money in a different way than you are and trying to make it seem like they can't understand how you live your life. You clearly can't understand how we live ours. You, you clearly can't understand how that person lives theirs. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was my issue with her statement dice did you know who B. simone was
3: i heard of her
4: but i really didn't know her so i'm just at the conclusion that none of us really followed her like that <laughs> i'm gonna still get my opinion nonetheless because that's what we do these days um but nevertheless i don't know that girl but based off of what we'd always just said and what we do know about her and why she was canceled i personally feel like B. simone is a great example of the millennial and i'm not saying all millennials do this but it's definitely a millennial thing the millennial mindset of i don't sleep grind all day every day drug dealer lifestyle like i hustle hard like there's this mentality that a lot of millennials have that like if you're not up all night if you're not waking up in the middle of the night to do your your couple things and read those couple emails then you're just not doing shit
2: yeah, them kids don't even be reading emails I don't know even <laughs> <But you know laughs> be so, reading BM. Shit. It's
4: like, I just think there's this misconception and I think we just greatly underestimate you know what it takes to make it in any career whether it's an entrepreneur whether you want your goal is to be a manager at McDonald's because they make good money whether it's your goal to be a UPS driver because they make good money mm-hmm. or whether it's your goal to be somebody CEO or VP or whatever at a corporate level organization people don't realize that all of that takes work and so you shouldn't be making disparaging remarks about anybody's career choices. I don't care if you out here stripping; like, get your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, them girls be working, okay? Hard like, like, work. Nothing, nothing wrong with it to me, you know. But as far as her like knocking off somebody else's work and her little like pamphlet thing, um, <laughs> that the I <laughs> that I can't get behind because I know that she said that she hired like a third party organization to do the work however she clearly didn't do her due diligence and check behind them to make sure that you know they weren't doing anything shady which i don't know that that's up for debate some people believe that she did know that they were doing some shady stuff but we may never know the truth but nevertheless she's a good example of why you have to do your homework even if you allegedly hire other people to help you
3: right right i know on twitter um i don't know her name by any by any chance, but there was this lady who spoke out and I guess she's an editor or or whoever it was that Beast Simone said like was working with her and was in charge of putting certain things together. A lady who has that exact same career um, path spoke out and she said something along the lines of like, I'm an editor and let me let you know right now that that's not what we do. Like she spoke out and was like, we don't put things together in the way in which she's talking about putting things together i think she just was trying to cover it up to be quite honest i think that she tried to sell something that she wanted people to believe was her own and her tips but in the background she probably did have someone put it together for her and she didn't find out until it was too late that it was stolen um Mm -hmm. and i think just be authentic and i know that i said this to jordan like way back when it happened i didn't know much about b simone um, I knew that she was on Wild and Out because my fiance watches Wild and Out like nobody's business. I knew that she was on there, but I didn't know her before that. And I remember telling either Jordan or someone else that like from the little bit that I knew about her, I'm big on energy. And it was shocking to me to see that so many people found her energy to be someone to get tips about manifesting like your desires and speaking things into existence. Like I'm not saying that everyone can't have a positive um outlook on life like i'm not trying to judge her and say oh well you know you don't have a good enough spirit i just know that for me when i looked at her energy and then when i looked at everything as it was happening in the 9 to 5 comments she's not someone that i would ever expect to say Oh, I'm putting this book out about manifesting your dreams and putting things into the universe and meditating and making sure you're positive. I just don't get those vibes from her. So it was shocking to me that so many people got ripped off. So I was like, really? You thought that she was like somebody who was an expert in that? I guess I just take those things seriously. Like if I'm going to pay money Mm -hmm. from someone to teach me or train me about, um, you know, speaking into the universe the right way and like having my sage having my crystals I need to pick up on the fact that that is truly what you're about and I just never got that from her so the whole thing was kind of shocking to me um inside note why was the book $30 y'all was playing when y'all bought that Yeah.
2: And and that's what I'm saying. Just poor judge of character. Don't know who would have looked to be Simone for that type of advice and thought it was worth $30 to get it. But if you did, then you got what you deserved. And you learned that lesson, (laughs) I hope. But going back to what Dice was saying, like... I think B. Simone is just a product of that hustle mentality and it walks that fine line of where hustling turns into scamming because you can question, you know, if she knew about the true nature of where those pages were coming from in her leaflet or not, you know, if she really did know that they were coming from somebody else's work or the product of somebody else's work. And I just kind of feel like The whole let me get it by any means is a real type of mentality for a lot of people. Oh, I'm going to get this money. And if if they support me, that's on them. It's not even about handling business with any type of candor any type of professional or integrity it's, integrity it's about myself it's about getting my money this is my goal this is the goal i want to reach and i'm going to do it to say i did it you know
0: um,
2: and, and and i think that that is the mentality that not only the millennials of this generation have but we can even you know reach that out into some baby boomers That that is a mentality within the black community sometimes is where it's about me i'm going to get my money and i think That's when it's time to hold people accountable through tools like cancel culture, where it's like, I may not cancel you forever, but I do need you to understand this lesson now. It's not just about you. If you're putting out a product to others, then you need to care about your product. And like you said, make it have some integrity when you handle your business.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts.
1: Get started today at try that's trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D dot com.
2: Within the black community, especially. Mm-hmm.
3: So I mean, get your money, but make sure that you're not ripping anybody else off. Yeah. In the process, at the yeah. That's certainly not how you um, you know, get blessed and get things you Definitely. know that times ten. I mean, you can Definitely. get some money back all right, but I don't know how good it's gonna be in the end. Um, who's another one? Okay, oh. I don't know I might be a little bit biased with this one Because I just don't care for him in general um, But Kevin Hart You know he's kind of been through it A couple of times um, With his comments against the LGBTQ Community resurfacing And he had to step down from um, I can't remember whether or not it was the Emmys or the Golden Globes Or the Oscars but it was one of those um, And then the cheating Scandals not only against his first wife But now his his second wife His real as he once called her um Talk about my wife sorry
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know as
3: <laughs> and um it's something else he did too but you know I just think I don't know Kevin Hart in general is just um kind of cocky I think he definitely experienced you know a high point you know he had his his movies with The Rock and um uh, I think he did one with Tiffany Haddish as well and you know he just became like you know you've reached a different level of fame And I know that y'all will understand what I mean when I say this, you've reached a different level of fame when it's not just the black people who think you're funny and white people thought Kevin Hart was funny. And so I think that once he started getting more exposure and more work, um, you know, things definitely, things definitely just, just changed. I mean, just flipped for him. And I don't know, I don't know. Um, I don't know if y'all have a lot of thoughts on Kevin Hart or if y'all don't want to like spend too much time on him. As soon as I said his name, I'm not going to lie. I kind of thought of Tristan Thompson, but I kind of want to save him for like a whole nother conversation. But for me, he's over as well. But I'm going to stick to the topic. We can't cancel
2: them if they baby mamas don't. It's hard to cancel somebody when your baby mama making it good at home. Like, Listen, you don't see nothing wrong when you don't have any repercussions.
3: I can cancel anybody, okay?
2: Truth, yeah. <laughs> With um, enough
3: determination, you know, I can do it. All yeah, I, I
0: have, have
4: for Kevin Hart, and I've told y'all this before because I really felt some type of way, is when Kevin, um, when the scandal, the cheating scandal occurred, I don't know if y'all remember, but y'all know Kevin, ex-wife. She was on one of them little TV shows, one of them reality shows. And there was an episode um, where Kevin's current wife and her met up or something. And she told the current wife, um, that, excuse me, the current wife told the ex-wife, if you had been taking care of home, maybe he wouldn't have been messing with me. That's not her exact words. I'm paraphrasing, but y'all get the gist. <laughs> and so I thought it was really funny. That she got cheated on because clearly, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, could you take your own advice? Because you was up here talking all that shit and... You got cheated on. Not saying that's what she deserved. I'm just simply saying that, you know, sometimes how you get them is is how you lose them. I was going
3: to say, I'll say it. I mean, you know, thou shall not judge. Like, I work on that every day because I don't think I'm a judgy person. But, like, we all have opinions that can come off judgy. I'll say it. You knew that man was married when you was messing with him. And the fact that you thought that you was going to get him, have him, and live happily ever after without anything ever coming back on you. You're living in a fairy tale. That is not how life works. And I don't reserve that attitude just for people who cheat or mess with people, husbands or wives. I just believe in general, what you put out is what you get back. And sometimes it doesn't look the same. And sometimes it does. But I mean, no, I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't wish ill on anyone, but his first wife didn't deserve it. So what makes you think that you're above her exact same experience? Like, I did not feel bad for anyone in this situation. I didn't feel bad for him when he got exposed and I didn't feel bad for her because maybe now you have more sympathy for the embarrassment that you played a role in putting his first wife through. That wasn't easy for her either, I'm sure. I mean, I can't relate because I don't have a husband yet, but I mean, I I don't think that's easy for anyone. And I think that was a very cocky, like, oh, well, he my man now type of perspective to have. And look at where that got her. So,
2: yeah, I think I think Kevin Hart is a funny one for me because I can never tell if we're canceling him or if we've canceled him or if um, the fact that I'm seeing him less and less is just because he's decided to do different things in life, you know, from a business standpoint. I know Kevin Hart, in my opinion, had a lot of things kind of happening, maybe not quite as back to back, but he had like his little year or his, you know, his two years where it was just one story after another story after another story. And granted, he was more in the public eye then than he is now. But you have not heard from Kevin Hart the way we used to ever since that last like car crash incident where it was a big scandal of, well, who was driving the car? Was he in the passenger seat? Was he driving? You know, why was he not at the scene of the crime of the police? pulled up there was a lot of speculation around that situation and we all knew that he hurt himself terribly we were getting updates on his recovery but we never got an update on what the situation actually was so I feel like ever since that I think Kevin Hart was like look I'm gonna just take a step back I've kind of had a lot going on I'm thankful for the career that I have now I've put out these movies which some we could argue are pretty mediocre Um and I've had a really great run in life or not great run in life you know because I don't think he's conceding but I yeah. definitely think he took this step back and I would like to know if you all think it's because we canceled him or if he just was smart enough to be like whoo child you know i am walking a tightrope now and i, I almost failed a few times so let me just take a step off of it before i completely lose what i have like i i would like to know what y'all think about that option b <laughs> take a step back yeah yeah yeah
3: he's definitely. no dummy what about you dice
4: I think anytime that you offend the LGBTQ plus community, you have no choice but to take a step back (laughs) because I feel like they as a community are just so powerful. Um, and so if they feel any type of way you are basically canceled until further notice. So I think he just had no choice, but to, to slow his roll. And it was just so much controversy, one after the other. You know what I'm saying? He had so many incidents mm-hmm. back to back. That it was like, yeah, you just need to go home.
2: And we kept giving him chances. We we kept giving him chances because, like I said before, I guess Hollywood thought he was the only funny black man. So we just went and watched his movies because we ain't had no choice.
3: Ain't <laughs> none
2: of them as funny as Bernie Mac. RIP
3: to a great one. But ain't none of them as funny as Bernie Mac. So that's why I say. Hey, with heavy determination, I can, in my mind, cancel anybody. Um, so overall, like there are so many people that we could talk about. Right. But do y'all feel like cancel culture is successful?
2: I want it to be more successful than it is, but it's going to take us standing firm in it. Now. I don't think everybody needs to be canceled for the same length of time. You know, I definitely think it's situational, but I do think that the only way you can see a result out of people or get people to respect you, if they've offended a a larger group of people or whatever type of group of people that they've offended is to hit them in their pocket. Because at the end of the day, that's the one thing that a lot of people in this world care about is money. And especially these people of influence and these celebrities or what have you and cancel culture. I feel like should be designed to hit them where it hurts them the most with that being their pocket, or it could be something else for, like I said, very situational cases. Mm -hmm. But I, I do feel like cancel culture can be successful and is designed to be successful. If you look at the Me Too movement, it was designed to get prosecution. It was designed to hold these men in the workplace accountable and to expose these celebrities and to shame these people for their business practices and their offensive touchings of women in X, Y, and Z. And so if we stand firm in that, you know, the first person who decides that we're going to cancel this person or the first person to get offended by what somebody does we need to follow up but it just always loses momentum you know by like the third day it'll lose momentum (laughs) yeah and that's my issue with it
4: yeah, I agree, um, Jordan. I think we just, we don't know how to stick to our guns, especially when it comes to certain celebrities. We just don't know how to be like, we said we was canceling them, so God damn it, let's cancel them. <laughs> like, we mm-hmm. just always kind of like flip-flop, flip-flop. Um, but I do think the negative side of cancel culture is that, with like with anything, it gets out of hand real quick, where we're just, at some points, we're being petty. And, you know, also, I think it creates this narrative that celebrities are not allowed to make mistakes. And I understand that there are no exceptions in some cases, but there are exceptions in other cases. And so I just feel like at the end of the day, we have to be careful where we're getting into a point where we're not allowing just people who are also human beings to make mistakes. Right. And so it's like I think most people at some point in their life have been guilty of saying something they probably shouldn't have said or doing something they shouldn't have did, whether it's big or small. And I would I mean, I would be out of here as a celebrity for some of the things that I can think of that I may have said or done that I didn't know, you know, out of ignorance that I didn't realize was wrong or whatever. And I learned later was wrong. Right, so like a really great example of that is like the whole Nick Cannon situation, right? So I know Meg was all over that, um, <laughs> story wise, but yeah, you know, like he acknowledged that he offended a community of people, but then at the same time, you know, he watched the black community feel some type of way about him apologizing to that Jewish community, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, there's just a fine line, right? So that's my yeah. two cents.
3: I agree with y'all. I think that overall, I think that it's great for accountability, but I think that. Um, like you both said we fall short sometimes of sticking with it and then when we do it too much it does create that narrative that oh you better not mess up or you better not ever you know speak out about politics or speak out about social um, injustice because if you don't say it the right way or if you don't say it in a way that leads people to believe you've picked the side and their side then you're over and I do think that we have to I'm for cancel culture when appropriate, but I do think that sometimes with certain situations, we have to have grace and we have to um, have some room for understanding that some people are ignorant and they're not there yet. Now, when we teach them and they still continue, then I feel like we can move on into a form of canceling people. But, you know, I feel like we're on the same page about that. Like the three of us have, I feel like, canceled different people in our mind, but for very good reasons, at the end of the day. Because um, you know. I know me and Jordan. Probably going forever bump heads. On this meal organics thing. But
2: oh, I, I ain't don't, <laughs> I ain't I don't think
3: I'm buying another thing. <laughs> After I did my research. I was like the nerd. I mean,
2: yeah,
3: honey, it would have been a lawsuit all over that. But, you know, I feel like we gave the people some good stuff to think about with cancel culture. And so at this point, you guys, if you are still listening, you are in luck. Because I know you've been waiting for that secret word for our little special giveaway that we're doing. So our secret word for our giveaway, you need to go into our contest. Secret word is WAP, y'all. And true. True, and not your average black girl fashion. Y'all know we had to add in just a little bit of wretchedness, and me and Meg are cousins. So, this is <laughs> yeah. word is WAP. make sure you have it. Get that extra entry into our giveaway. We are so excited to see who wins. Wait, um, look,
2: I gotta tell y'all, this is how old I am. When I see WAP, I think WAP, WAP, WAP.
3: <laughs> no, for WAP, real. <laughs> I don't know if Jordan was there yet, but Dice, remember when um everybody and their mama was like in love with that song and yes. um in college, yeah, yes, oh my God. yes, y'all just don't know
4: that and that doggone molly Cyrus song. Oh, they used to kill it. What was that? Was Which one? Put your hands up to play. Party in oh,
3: Lord, if I had just to a
4: "Party in the U.S." Anything wrong with the no song? But our college, used to kill it like at all the events. That was that was the go-to. That was yeah. nice to
2: in the parking lot of high school blasting it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> For those who do not know, the three of us went to a predominantly um, white college institution. Mm -hmm. You know, we um we learned a lot of things.
2: things. (laughs) We'll save that for another episode. And I'm just gonna Oh yeah, we definitely should do that though. That would be so interesting. I think we learned in college. Especially from Jordan
4: because you have the experience of going to a predominantly white and then going to a predominantly black or historically black organization. So that would be interesting. That
3: would be cool. Y'all leave, us, um, <laughs> y'all leave us some comments on IG if y'all want us to do an episode about our experience as three Black women um, at a predominantly white institution.
2: And all-girl. I will throw oh, that out yeah, And all-girl. All girl.
3: All-women. So, I, yeah,
2: I went from a PWI, all-girl, private institution to a co-ed, public, HBCU.
3: Yeah, it's not the same, but I, um and, and Jordan, I feel this way about you as well, because you definitely had some, like, in the area. Um, I didn't go to an HBCU, but, you know, I'm from Savannah. Savannah State is right there. That was my whole childhood, whole mm-hmm. life, and that is what I knew about college, and so going from mm-hmm. that to pwi and all girls that that major change so i feel like that would be really cool to talk to y'all about but like i said you know gotta do a little old-fashioned youtube plug drop it in the comments on our ig if y'all want us to do an episode about that because i feel like we would i don't care what they
2: say i think we should do it i I agree (laughs) we'll take this
3: episode so
2: This is going to be interesting. I'm so Jordan and Dice,
3: okay. y'all got to hear it regardless. So there's that. And you better listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to get into our Not Your Average News
2: segment. So, what happened this week, y'all? I'm going to let Jordan kick this thing off. I'll go first. So Candy Burrs now has her own class, guys, with the Georgia State University Law School. They introduced a class on the legal life of Candy Burrs. So I'm very excited about that. And that was very interesting for me to see. Um yeah and i won't I won't go too deep into it, but nonetheless, definitely read up on it. I'm happy to see you know black people, black entertainers, successful black women getting their shine. Let's dig into the theory of candy bears, especially at the legal level. Um, I would have loved to have had that class when I was in law school, just you know point that out, so I know the students are excited, and mm-hmm. I think that should be a very interesting course. She does have a lot of business ventures, so
3: that'll be great for people who um want to learn how she got into that and made her money, so that'll be really cool. Um all right so for my Twitter OG people I don't know if y'all saw it or not but our girl Taylor Page is going to be in that Zola movie so if you don't know the story
0: it, go was read a it.
3: thing on Twitter some years ago you got to google it you got to go read it but I am so excited because that story was a hot mess so it I was. cannot wait to see this movie and I don't know if it's going to be in theaters or Netflix or whatever but I'm gonna be there Either way, no matter what, it's going to be so ratchet, y'all. But it's going to be so good. I'm excited.
2: It's going to be good. That was like the first Twitter thread that just had people glued to their phones. And I don't even have a Twitter. Like, and we all know (laughs) that. Megan has (laughs) said that in other episodes. I don't know the first thing about Twitter, but I know about the Zola story. So um, very interesting. And it was definitely like the thing of its time. I think that came out like three years ago, two, three years ago. And we still remember the story to this day to get as excited as we did when we saw the trailer. So, definitely made an impact. You know, It was a cultural reset. As they say on TikTok, it was a cultural reset. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, What else we got going on? E! News was cancelled. That's sad. Not cancel culture, y'all, but cancelled as in like it's no longer coming on the air. Um, I think it's probably going to do one of those things. I can't think of a show off the top of my head, but I think it's going to be like one of those other shows where it's cancelled, but Give it three to five years, it'll be back with the new group of people as the anchors or um, interviewers, whatever you want to call them. I think that just during the times that we're in, COVID-19, they can't do that show from home for but so long
2: and keep the interest. So what do they talk about? Like, is it just fashion? Is it pop culture news? No, they talk about
3: just a combination of things going on um, with celebrities in our world. It's essentially the same thing that you see on Shade room and Instagram. That's center. what I was gonna say. I feel like. Mad. I mean, think about um I'm longer. <laughs> take out the music part. It's like kind of similar to One Hundred and Six in Park. Like you know, gotcha. interviews. Here's your news. Here's what's going on. It's it's kind of like that. Um, I, I used to watch it back in the day, but I mean, it's gone now, y'all. So I think this is the last season. So if you're an E News fan, uh, you better get your get your fill while you can. Um, Jordan, you. Got to tell the people about this this scandal with um the okay. Christian entrepreneur because I think that Dice and I are not as well versed in
2: that as you are. Okay, so this is something that I actually saw on the Shade Room this week, but it definitely caught my eye because I recognized the face, not the name, but Christian entrepreneur Dana Chanel is being canceled, um, and she is potentially facing some criminal charges for some scam allegations. So, well, I won't say criminal charges, but charges. Um, so nonetheless, Dana Chanel, if you aren't familiar like me, I'll just say she is the brainchild behind apps like Sprinkle of Jesus. And I was familiar with the app. I remember like back when we were in undergrad, I just remember seeing a bunch of screenshots of the girls that I followed on Instagram, you know, posting a little quote of the day and it was Sprinkle of Jesus and they'll see you like the push notifications. So she was the creator of that app and she's built her whole brand just based off being um, a child of God, just providing life advice, situational advice, but from a spiritual aspect. And that's Mm -hmm. how she's built her wealth. Uh, if you're somebody who has followed her, then you would know a lot more about her story than I do. I've heard that she's been very upfront about the fact that she used to be a party girl. She used to be in the strip club. She used to be out wilding. And then when she found God, her whole life changed and her whole story is about evolution and how God can lead you down you know, a righteous path and help you find you know, your goal and success in life. So to hear that this week, a lot of her companies are now being targeted for scam allegations because the people who have been victims of these companies are speaking their stories and telling their truths. And these allegations range from one of her companies is supposed to be like an app building business where a small business owner could come to them and ask them to help them build their app. So some people have talked about the fact that they've paid them as much as $1,000 to $5,000 up front but never received a product. Mm. That right there, baby, like I I couldn't. Um, And then another allegation was they received the product, but then they realized that they didn't actually own the app. It was Dana Chanel's company who still owned the app. And you basically are just kind of a custodian of it and you just run it. But yet you went to them on the guys that they were supposed to help build your app for you. So I've been watching YouTube videos on this, you know, in my spare time all week because it's just so many allegations and it's really quite the rabbit hole that you can really never get to the bottom because clearly this has been going on for a while now. It just kind of got to light this last week. And I'm the kind of person where when I see stuff going on, I like to go look at the person's Instagram page and see, well, what are they posting on their page? And y'all, sis has been keeping it cute. Okay. She's (laughs) pregnant. She's just been posting nothing but positivity. Definitely sticking to that brand of, you know, this is what's for me. I'm out here living my life. My child is coming. I'm building wealth and da 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 da. You would just never know that that's the same girl that's going through everything that these people say that she's going through because Honey has not shown it on her Instagram story, not a single day. Okay, she is living her life, but nonetheless. I think that was one of the issues that people had with her because people do want to see you address this people do want to say okay look I know y'all aren't blind I know you see what's being said about me what, I, what I'm being accused of and I want to tell you my side of the story people want to see that and she's not really giving them that so whenever you're silent you leave people to assume and with the amount of evidence that is against her I'll say or the amount of allegations that are against her it's just not looking like a pretty story mm-hmm. and and um, yeah, so I, I was really disappointed for me to be somebody who has no emotional or business connection to this woman whatsoever. I was still very disappointed to see that if these things are true, what they say about her, that this is how she's made her money off the guise of being, you know, a, a child of God. Like I said, being a Christian leader, and yet you're taking advantage of people who come to you in good faith. This is how you make your money off of scamming other black people business owners and that's something that I can't support so I would personally just you know for the sake of my own curiosity like to hear what she has to say and and I would like her to explain what happened and just to give y'all like another example of how extreme the changes were they said that the Sprinkle of Jesus app had like what people thought was a glitch but like one day it went from sending you a push notification to um, an ad about fixing your credit like that's how how obvious it was that she was taking advantage of people you come to her for one thing and you get something completely different and yes like that was another way that she was taking advantage of people and I mean that's just scamming 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 you know mm-hmm. that that's the kind of stuff I would expect to come from somebody who bought B some book you know <laughs> not someone who downloads the sprinkle of Jesus app so uh, very interesting, just a very interesting story. Wow, I never had
3: that. I, mean, I guess I'm glad I didn't at this point. Yeah, I
2: never had it either.
3: Wow,
4: I'm a heathen, so no. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> up, right? Shut she up. is not.
3: She is not. <laughs> okay.
4: Okay, so I'm gonna get to the next point of our not your average news. So Trump. And Kanye are apparently in cahoots. So the news out here is saying um, they believe that Kanye had been having conversation with, you know, members of Trump's team. I even think I read like Trump's son at one point as well. Like it's real messy, y'all. But Mm. they basically are saying that Kanye um, and Trump basically have been pushing Kanye to run for president. Only to get votes away from Joe Biden, primarily the black vote, because clearly Trump and his team believe that black people are gonna run out here and vote for Kanye um, over Biden. So that's the goal that he's hoping to achieve by basically using Kanye um, as bait. Uh, I know we all think that's hilarious because. Kanye's not getting my vote. I mean, that's equivalent to people who were trying to vote for Harambe in the last election. I'm I'm not voting for people who are not on the ticket. It's just Same. a waste of everybody's time. So that's that piece. Um the next news point that I got for y'all is Rita Ora being accused of blackfishing. So for those of you who may not know, Rita Ora is one of those people who I think when she first came on the scene, people weren't really sure what her ethnicity was. And it's now come out that I believe she's Yugoslavian, but don't, don't quote me on that, but I do know that she's white. <laughs> and so she's, <laughs> she's been accused of blackfishing because if you look even through some of her pictures, there's a picture of her with like an Afro wig on, you know, her, her style, the way she you know, does her hair, carries herself, et cetera. It, it does imitate black culture. So that kind of goes into a lot of what we were saying on our last episode, the whole culturing and vulturing that people tend to do, especially um, a lot of white celebrities tend to do this culture vulture behavior. And I think black fishing for people is worse because it is one of those things where you are literally not even stating like, I'm a different race. It's just right. like you're trying to purposely confuse people into believing that you may be black or biracial or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's the Rita Ora piece. But I never listened to her. I don't know about y'all, so I really didn't care. But well, I, didn't I love me
3: that. somebody on me. That's the one song I know. Girl, you better than me because I know zero.
2: I will say she like really does just have black features though. I looked up like Rita Ora. That Rita Ora's ethnicity a few years ago when she first kind of came on the scene because I was just genuinely curious and I can't remember where she's from either but when I found out I was very shocked because she don't even look like her parents I was like what yeah let alone the people from that country so she does just have a unique look about her um yeah, but,
4: either yeah, something's just really off right? there, or she but either way, we, all we can go off is what we know, and we know that she's white. So there's that. <laughs> and lastly for y'all, <laughs> lastly for y'all, I have uh our lovely CeeLo. for y'all who remember CeeLo, you know, he had that song back in the day, and that made me crazy, whatever, right? So I'm that was like his song. Song. Yeah, that's like his big hit back in the day, but CeeLo's been around for forever. Um, but nevertheless, CeeLo made a comment about WAP and, um, it wasn't too pretty. I'm going to paraphrase. And he basically was saying that he understands why, uh, female rappers of today make the music, like are the sexually, um, driven music that they make because they know that it's going to sell. But I think he feels like it's a cop out and, you know, it lacks, you know, creativity or whatever. And why people were coming for him was because, number one, who cares what Seal has to think, but number two, they came for him because he was accused of rape a few years back, and he, like, Ruthied a girl, so basically, um, like, he slipped yeah. her a Ruthie, and, you know, that case, it was unclear what happened in the end. I really low-key think he probably, like, paid her off, but y'all, that's just me talking, so you did not run and tell that um but it never (laughs) like we we don't know you know let me just clarify that we don't know exactly how it ended (laughs) but the girl said that she was ruthied by CeeLo and CeeLo made a comment on his Twitter at the time saying rape is when a person says no I'm paraphrasing again he said rape is when a person says no but if you're unconscious you can't say you know no he was trying to rationalize rape
2: (laughs) Lord. I think if you ever find yourself in a situation to where you have to rationalize rape, it's just time to mute your mic and go home. <laughs> Say <laughs> no more comments. comments. Yeah. No more
4: comments. Right. So I think that's where people got like really bothered because they were like, "You was over here trying to justify an unconscious person not being able to give consent, but you want to talk about Meg and Cardi being sexually explicit when their when their lyrics in their lyrics seem to in their song."
2: So. Mind
3: your business.
2: Hmm. I wonder if Cardi B, this is kind of, well, this is definitely a side note, but I wonder if Cardi B knew that this song was going to cause as much much controversy as it has. I would have never expected it because granted, I guess for some ears, it is a nasty song. But if you listen to Cardi B or Meg, like this is no different than anything they put out individually. And that's
3: what I was saying. So I
2: would have never, I would have never guessed that this song would still be talked about the way that it is in such a negative light. Right now, when well, it's been out for like two, three weeks at this point, it's probably had not been that long, but at least two weeks, you know, so. <laughs> and um... I'm gonna give, I'm
4: gonna give Cardi her, her propers here because she did make a video. I don't know if y'all saw it, but I saw like a snippet of a video where she was addressing all the hate. And she said, she was like, I make songs talking about this because that's what people want to hear. She said, because y'all don't support the other artists that are out here, other female artists that are out here making, you know, I guess more for lack of a better word, conscious music, y'all don't support them. So she was like, basically, why would I waste my time? (laughs) Like, why Mm -hmm. would I waste my time putting out music that's more, you know, I guess, standard or conscious when I know y'all aren't going to listen to it, which
2: I think is a valid point as well. I did see her uh, give some explanation as to why she chose to put kylie jenner in that video and all she could say for herself was she was nice to my baby and my sister when they went to her baby's birthday party i ain't think that was a good excuse because she was supposed (laughs) to be nice she invited y'all y'all was her guest but okay
3: (laughs) I i don't know i mean i i like i like the song i like the video and i have the same viewpoints as i did last week when we were talking about the republican guy in california who it was his place to speak out against them if you don't like the song if you don't like the video you don't have to listen to it or watch it ever again and that's just how i feel like i don't i don't know why people are making it their business to attack about what kind of music she or any other woman chooses to put out mind your business worry about stuff that pertains to you um You definitely don't need CeeLo telling black women how to behave (laughs) as black women, okay? So, I, I just don't. I'm not here for anything. I forgot
2: about him. Honestly, really, really truly.
3: I do not even think about him. Um, But I do feel like before we close out, we would be remiss if we did not acknowledge. We did touch earlier on um, Trump using Kanye. Completely forgot. Just for those of you who don't know, the three of us are women of Alpha Kappa Alpha. And one of our sorors, Kamala Harris, was chosen as biden's running mate for the upcoming election so definitely not trying to turn this into a um, politics conversation but i did just want to acknowledge a black woman a black woman of alpha cap alpha nonetheless was elected to be the vp running mate and i think that just deserves a clap in itself because just shows that black women you know we we climbing slowly but surely we getting up there next it'll be one of us running for the main spot so I had to put that out there because I feel like that was, you know, such an accomplishment. Um, petty side of me did just want to note that, you know, of course, the first potential black <laughs> president, vice president <laughs> would be a woman of Alpha Kappa Alpha. There's no other way to spin that.
2: <laughs> Them's the facts. it's the facts. They know. They see it. They know.
3: They we know. first. We first. I went to this comedy show one time where this guy was making fun of us. talking about, You know, you can always count them AKs. Be like, we first, we first <laughs> they said first. <laughs> oh man, that's the way so okay. But thanks for listening, you guys. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to our channel. We cannot wait to be back with y'all again. Thank you for girl. Are we on YouTube now. Are we? You said subscribe to our channel, yeah. Subscribe to our podcast
2: channel. I know it's called that. That's what it's called. Yeah, subscriber, yeah, on Apple.
3: It's yeah, subscribe. You, can subscribe and you can subscribe. You can subscribe, but I not know they called it a channel. Oh, to
2: our podcast. I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know. You could edit that part out there. Hold on, let me start over.
2: Subscribe to our channel. They know what we
4: meant. I was just being messy, but I'm gonna
3: stop. Subscribe subscribe to to our
4: podcast.
3: Okay, (laughs) subscribe to our podcast. Don't do that
4: because we don't know who has that name on YouTube,
3: (laughs) so don't do that. Lord (laughs) have mercy. It could
4: be anybody. That's my fault. I'm sorry, y'all. We wrapping it up.
3: As y'all can see, we're raw and live and a mess over here. But subscribe to our podcast, okay? We are on every major platform. And tune in for your next episode of Not Your Average Black Girls. We out.
2: A.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile